Hello, and welcome to Therapy Session with me, your girl Zodi, where I give you insight of what some people, including myself, may go through during depression. This podcast is about self-reflection, being positive, and walking into a new journey of happiness. Again, this is Therapy Session with me, your girl Zodi. Please make sure you follow me on all social media formats, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also YouTube and Snapchat. Again, this is Therapy Session with me, your girl Zodi. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm kind of late for this, but Happy New Year, even though it's like fucking February already, which is crazy. Like, we already came in this new year with deaths already, which is insane to me how many deaths we had in January, but we're going to get through this. Now, I wanted to uh, do this podcast because I don't go to therapy, and I should, but I thought just, you know spewing out all of my feelings that I do have and talking kind of helps me uh, in a way that I can express myself even with poetry. Now, people think that depression is nothing and it's really not nothing. And it really intakes on your mental health and gets you to the point where you constantly have suicidal thoughts and it's never good because it could extend at that certain point to a person where they actually do it now I've had um, thoughts in the past and I kind of still do about killing myself but I never would actually do that because I always think how would my family react to this or how my friends react to me doing this but depression and anxiety and all that my mental state um actually started when I was young I say probably in elementary school um so when you get to that age where you know puberty starts to kick in hormones and all that that jazz your body changes you feel different it's weird but this happened to me in the fifth grade in elementary school and I used to live in uh, Latonia from Georgia duh, of course um, it was predominantly you know there wasn't a lot of mixed people like Asians or white people. It was mostly black. So I was surrounded by my African beautiful black people at the time, but I didn't really see it that way. I just saw people. But enough about that. So when I was in the fifth grade, you know, boobs started to come in and my periods started to come, which I was not excited about that. But you know, when my, you know, my breasts came in, you know, I had to wear bras and everything. 
but it was one day in class um i think it was first period i guess i can't remember but i vaguely remember sitting next to somebody um we'll call him peter and you know i claim to have him as a friend my child so i don't know any better so when we were sitting down you know i was paying attention i was a good student paying attention to the teacher of course um i felt i felt his hand kind of rub on my boob and at that point okay i had like i didn't know like what to do at that moment like what do i say do i just raise my hand to the teacher and say um he's touching my boob what do i do about this but at the time again i was a child so i didn't know what to do or who to tell so i kind of kept it in my brain and kind of forgot about it so that didn't happen again until sixth grade when i went to salem middle school um it was fine i feel like i was kind of a nerd i feel like i am sometimes but i was kind of a nerd so when that same person peter would walk through the halls there was one point i was going to one of my classes and I kind of felt somebody slap me on the ass. So I turned around and of course it was him. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna see this guy again for a minute because we didn't have the same class together. So I just, you know, put that in the back of my mind like it was nothing. And then it was another time, same school, same person. Rubbed on my tit slapped me in my ass and then after that next year i didn't see him again because we end up moving to gwinnett now this when the depression slowly starts to kick in but not really she doesn't she doesn't make her appearance just yet but seventh grade was very very tough for me i was fat or obese um younger my hair used to be like down to my back and i just loved it but as i was slowly getting to the process of being in a new school i noticed that my hair my long beautiful black hair would slowly come out in chunks didn't know where that came from very concerning and not only that you know getting the mix of the new school and the teachers and everybody i would start to fall asleep in class fail some of my classes and constantly go to sleep now at the at the time I didn't know what was wrong with me. I didn't understand why my hair was falling out or why I keep falling asleep and I'm failing my classes. And you know, I would of course get in trouble for that. You know, 
if you black, you black, and you know, you know, when you get in trouble and your parents find out, of course, they're going to beat your ass. So I got my ass beat. Um, so that happened for a couple of months. Grades slowing down here, slowly falling out, me falling asleep and like most of my classes and my grades were like plummeting down. I was so disappointed because I always used to do my my work in school and you know, you know, I would love school sometimes, but you know, it's it just got so bad. So I would go to my counselor a lot. I would tell him I didn't know what was wrong with me. I don't know why I'm falling asleep, all this other stuff. So so um, after, you know, talking to my counselors or whatever, um, we end up going to the doctor and get some blood work done, my height, all that stuff. You know, all that stuff goes when you go to the doctor, get your white weight, sorry, your weights, your height, your blood, all that stuff. So after testing my blood and all this stuff, checking me, physically checking me, whatever, next time I go to the doctor, they tell me what was wrong with me. You tell me I have Graves' disease. Now, Graves' disease actually, you know, deals with your your thyroid. And it can make your levels go up and it could go down, which causes your, sometimes for people, your hair may fall out, your eyes bulge out of your eye socket, you're obese, you can either look obese or you can look anorexic and outlook pretty much both and when my parents found out of course they were devastated they felt like they cried and you know at that time I didn't understand you know the issue and I'm just like why what is thyroid disease you know I didn't really understand what it was and my parents just felt so bad because they would get on me they would yell at me and all this other stuff because they didn't know what was wrong with me, and I didn't know what was wrong with me. So, in the instance, they kind of blamed me um, for everything, not doing my work, falling asleep, all this other stuff. So, once I found that out and, you know, went back to school, it just got so bad for me because I would constantly get bullied so fucking much. My eyes especially, because if you ever, you know, look it up and understand what thyroid disease is, you'll see, like, it literally looks like your eyes are from the bulge out of your eye socket, so it was that bad. And then me having to take pills, the depression, anxiety, and these all these other thoughts start to grow. So me getting bullied because of my eyes and being obese and taking pills it just, it just went bad. And I would do things that, you know, I today regret of doing to my family. I would steal things. I would steal clothes. I would steal money. I think I did all this to get some attention because, you know, at the time when we moved here, my sister went to college and then my brother went to college. So I was basically kind of by myself with my parents. So I didn't have nobody to really talk to about what I was feeling. I never went to therapy. 
nobody knew what was going on. I never told anybody I got bullied at school or anything, or I had, you know, suicidal thoughts for dealing with all this, just depression and, and, and sadness. I didn't know who to tell, and I never told anybody these things, but now I'm telling the world, I guess, because I feel like people need to understand the thoughts that, you know, some people, including myself, go through because it's sad and it's hard that you don't have anybody to talk to. But enough about that. So the bullying continued to go on until I left my my new middle school, which was Summer. Yeah, it continued to grow and got worse um, after that until I met my best friend of 15 years. And her name was also Erica. Funny. But we we became so close, like we have such similar stories and we could talk to each other about anything and we you know we got so close and this was in eighth grade when I met her. So finally found somebody I could actually talk to and you know kind of share some of my feelings and that's where we really got to be become like really good friends and now we've been friends for 15 years so like half my life so high school comes around woohoo freshman whatever so you know i'm thinking that me and erica are gonna be best friends we're gonna graduate together all this other stuff but come to find out um she ended up moving and went to a different school. So that kind of made my depression come back and me be sad and all this other bullshit come back to me. So it was kind of it was kind of depressing to not be able to walk around my friend in high school and talk shit about people, you know, just to talk shit about people in high school. That's what you do. Because that's what I did. I talked shit about people. And at the time, I didn't give a fuck. Um, so, lost her. So, I had to slowly try to make friends. Which I really... I mean, I did. I did make... I made some friends in high school. But now, I don't talk to most of those people. But it's okay. It's cool. But, um... So think this started in my sophomore year. So my cousin is now living with us and we're going, um, well, no, actually that was in the past. So that was actually when in eighth grade she was living with us. But we'll rewind to that part. So rewind. So in middle school, like my eighth grade year, my cousin lives with us, and I kind of, I'm still in that phase where I'm stealing shit from people, I'm stealing clothes and all that shit, and again, I still feel bad for doing those things, so it's still, like, I feel like at times I was a bad person, and I didn't really deserve to live half the time, because I did so much 
bad things to people and I regret it. But that's, you know, that was one of my problems that I got over with. So back to Fording High School my sophomore year. I, and I regret it to this fucking day, I decided to take French class. And I, I met somebody who at the time I thought was my friend, and he wasn't, and you'll know soon. So we became friends, and then we had a lot of our classes together. Um, so it was, you know, we were we were cool. We were friends. So rewind to, I think it was my junior year. No, actually, it was my. No, it was not junior year. So pause on that other guy. We're gonna call him Dean. So there was a new guy like moving into our apartment complex. And we'll call him Albert. Albert was he was such a good person to me. And you know, I we became like really, really good friends, like almost best friends. We would do everything like together at the apartments or whatever in school and we'll get in trouble together, which we did. <clears throat> and I start to like have feelings for him to where he was like my big crush and I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to tell him because I felt so shy. Mm. I was so shy to tell him that I liked him. So senior year comes around and this is like beginning of senior year. Uh, It comes around and then I kind of tell him in a note, I tell somebody to give it to, to him. And because I'm such a punk ass bitch, I didn't even have the balls to tell him myself. So I, I had wrote a note and somebody gave it to him. So you know how niggas be writing notes and passing it, whatever. So that day um, on the bus, I think we're going home. And then he sends me in the back and it said something that I was like kind of upset about, but I got over. Um, I tell him how I felt and then he said he didn't want to ruin our friend relationship. So in essence, it kind of crushed me a little bit. So I was sad. And then I was trying to get over it couldn't get over it that's when poetry came into my life and I thank her every day for for just giving me all these this art of work that I have it's a gift and I'm so happy that I have it because it has helped me throughout the years to express my feelings 
in such a creative way. So thank you, Poetry, my queen. You are lovely. Anyways, so that's when Zodi, me, uh, came into the picture with all her, all of her poetry and all her words and all her inspiration she gets. So I started to write poetry and it got bigger and bigger. I started writing more and more and more. All because somebody broke my heart. And it's okay. And it took me, I'm a Libra, so it took me a couple of years to get over that shit. But we're still in senior Um, And Dean and I were going, you know, walking around the hallway. I had to go to class. And we ended up going to the stairwell. Now, me being nice and genuine to people, you know, I thought he was my friend. So when we go to the stairwell, we just talk or whatever, just talking, just talk. And all of a sudden, it's like, my mind went blank and then I woke up again and all I felt was my pants unzipping and his hand going down my pants and I'm just like what the fuck is this he doing so I constantly say no 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 like what are you doing what are you doing and he just would not fucking stop like no, like, no, are you fucking serious? No, like, do you not understand? And that day I was on my period. So he has, he had to stop because that's fucking disgusting. So he stopped and I just look at him dead in his face and I just like, my mom went blank. And then I just saw myself in class. So I didn't tell anybody I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to forget what just happened and just like go on about my day. It's because I did not want to deal with that shit. It's like, and so as poetic as I am, I wrote that shit down. I had to, I had to write it down so I can get it out of my head. I had to write it down so I can fucking forget about it. So all of that combined with me having thyroid disease, dealing with my anxiety, dealing with depression, and now having suicidal thoughts, and now being raped by somebody. All that combined made me want to go to the limit of just overdosing on my pills and I would go back to cutting myself because I used to do that. I would go back to cutting myself and just just letting, just looking at myself and just looking at the blood as I cut. So it was it was hard for me. And again, I didn't tell anybody what happened to me that day. Nobody. I just wrote it down 
and I forgot about it. And I kept it inside. I kept it inside for 10 years. So this is me saying what happened to me. So as I'm going through all of this in my brain and, you know, graduated from high school, throughout that whole senior year, I felt like shit. And and I kind of understand what I'm not I'm not gonna say I understand because I don't know that situation. I hope I never have to deal with that situation. But when abused women go back to their abusers. So this is me saying I went back to my abuser, my rapist, and I'm constantly thinking like this is my fault. You put yourself through that situation. You let this happen to you. You never should have let this dude in your life. This is your fucking fault. You did this to yourself. You put yourself in that situation to where you could be raped. So, throughout that whole senior year, again, was, I hated it. I hated my senior year. I hated it so fucking much. I didn't get asked to prom at where I never asked anybody out for prom because I didn't have trust. Well, I didn't have trust towards Jews at all. I had trust issues throughout my whole fucking senior year. I didn't want to go to the prom with anybody, so I ended up going by myself, which was fine. But at the same time, it would have been nice to have a prom date. So, senior year is hell, as I said, and I couldn't wait to fucking get out. Because I hated that place. I hated it. I just wanted to get fucking get out. That's it. So, college. Ooh, college. Yeah. Freshman year, college. It was pretty boring for me. Because, one, everybody and their mama went to GGC. Everybody. And then I couldn't afford to get a dorm room because I actually wanted to live on campus but at the time I didn't have any money to afford to live on campus so stayed at home with the parents and I'm still here so wait I don't care trying to save my money so when you see people from high school go to your same college as you you feel like Oh, great. I gotta see that person again. But she was a bitch. So as I'm walking to my favorite spot at school, which was the library, they had these cute little, these little nooks. You can just go inside and just do your homework and be on the laptop. And that, that would be my fucking routine every day. So... Again, as I'm walking to the library, I noticed somebody, and I thought this was a fucking joke. I thought I was streaming, but it wasn't. I saw fucking 
dean at the same fucking school and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me so saw him and i'm just like i i i was in awe like i thought i would never see this person again it's like are you fucking kidding me but um i saw him and he saw me and my dumbass, which I should have did at the time, he had my phone number. And I should have deleted it, and I didn't. So when I was in class one day, um, he texted me and asked me what I was doing. My dumbass said, I'm in class. I'm about to be out soon. So, knowing I had to wait for my ride, which is my mama, to come and get me, I ended up going to his dorm room, which was a bad idea. So bad. It was the worst mistake. So, when I went to his room, um, we were talking. And then my mind went blank. And then I woke up again. And all I saw was myself on my fucking knees, no shirt on. And all I saw was a penis on me. That's it. A small penis to be exact. On my tits. So, he was pretty much titty-fucking me at the time. And as I said, my mind went blank. So, that ended. And I said, I had to go. And then, of course, I didn't tell anybody about that. And I kept that in the back of my mind and I wrote it down. So during that time in college, um got a job working at the church. And yeah, it was it was fun for a minute, whatever it was cool. It was seven years wasted in my life but it's all good um so i worked there for seven years and i met i met a, a few guys i was probably a hoe flirting with everybody why because i'm a fucking libra so i was flirting with everybody so it was one guy his name was rufus call him that so, I, you know, I had heard from the grapevine that he liked me. He had a crush on me, whatever. I was like, oh, really? Oh, my God, cute. Um, Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. I mean, he wasn't ugly, whatever, at the time when I was working with him. He wasn't ugly. So I had come to find out he was not too far from our apartment complex. 
So we would, you know, me and my friend would go to his apartment, watch video games, whatever, watch movies, whatever. And then it was one day that I ended up going by myself. And then his mom wasn't home. Well, actually, yeah, his mom. So after, you know, going to go to Rufus's house, you know, like that day, me and him were chilling and, you know, his mom wasn't home and we were just watching movies, talking, all that good stuff. And then it kind of just flashed before my eyes to where I saw myself pretty much butt-ass naked, like full-blown naked. And then, again, I went out of my mind, like, not crazy, but, like, I could see myself naked. I'm on top of him, and then he's on top of me. And then he starts fingering me. So that'll probably be my first sexual experiment with somebody and then also kissing him was my first time which I I wouldn't say it's sad but I mean fuck it I don't care it's sad like but at the same time it kind of sucked because I felt like he was pretty much sucking my face off because he had some big lips. And I was a fan of big lips. I mean, I kind of still am, but it's all in how you use it. Because my lips are like, you can say they're perfect size, I guess. But he was literally sucking my face off. Anyways, um, this was a Thursday night. And then I was there until Friday morning. So basically kind of spent a night over there. He wanted to fuck and I was I wasn't down for that because I wasn't gonna give you know this cherry pie to anybody. That shit was not gonna happen. So he ended up dropping me off at home and then took a shower. I was in the shower for like 10 minutes just fucking crying because at the time I felt I felt so dirty. I felt disgusting. I felt gross. I said, why did I do this? Even though I, my body wanted to, but my mind didn't want to, if you understand. But yeah, I was in the in the shower for like 10 minutes crying. And that was it with him. So, um, going back to dealing with Dean, I guess. Unfortunately, at the time, I was still talking to him. So, I ended up um, going back to his dorm room. And, you know, we were talking. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I can rub that shit off. I still think this guy's like my friend or whatever. And I regret that to this day. So I told him what happened and um, he he thought 
it was a good idea to pretty much do this same thing as I told him what happened to me. And I'm just thinking to myself, I said, is this guy fucking serious right now? This is a joke, right? So as he's trying to do it, I told myself, I said, I told myself, I said, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not going to do this anymore. I can't. My mental state is, is fucked up right now. I got to go. So after that, last time I never saw him again, never saw him again, never spoke to him again, deleted him from everything. And that was it. Throughout this whole ordeal that I had to deal with, writing poetry has kind of somewhat saved me in a way. And not only that, um, I'm a fan of this. And it has helped me a lot. And also listen to various music has helped me. Watching RuPaul's Drag Race and all these beautiful drag queens has, in a way, helped me kind of save my life a little bit. Because during that time when I was in middle school, getting bullied a lot, I would watch drag queens. And in a way, they helped me a little bit through my thoughts of suicide. It's like RuPaul said, you can't love yourself. How the fuck you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. But yeah, after after my first year in college, I... I'm happy I love a situation and my depression and I actually went to therapy not for that but for other shit that I was dealing with it helped me and my happiness started to go up but then shit started to happen but we are going to talk about that during our next episode but I do want to leave you with a poem because that's what we're going to do every ending of every episode I'm going to give you some of my flavor some of my flavor okay so this of course doesn't have a title my poems don't have a title I need to put titles on some of them. Well, this, we'll just call it Hello. Hello, pain. Hello, never-ending cycle of depression. Hello, fear. Lingering at my door. Hello, death. I see that you have a joy of ripping people away from me. Hello, me. I see your reflection is not the same. Sadness seems to have a control over you. Hello, anxiety. Everywhere I turn, I feel as though someone is watching me. 
Hello, heaven. Are you ready for me yet? Or have I not learned my lesson? Okay, guys, I hope you enjoy this very first episode of Therapy Session with me, your girl Zodi. Please stay tuned for the next episode, and we are going to be discussing my journey from college to now, I guess. But yeah, so please stay tuned for that. I love you guys so much. I'm sending all my positive energy, my positive thoughts to each and every one of you. You guys are amazing. I love you. I'm out.